End Time's beloved founder, Irvin Baxter, passed away one year ago on November 3rd, 2020. Today, we're looking back at his life and legacy and looking into more about who he was. Who was Irvin Baxter to you? We want to hear your perspective. We're dedicating today's entire show to answering your calls. Join us by calling 877-END-TIME. That's 877-363-8463. Welcome to End of the Age. I'm Ben Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We are taking your calls. We're specifically focusing on honoring Irvin Baxter. Um, One year ago, uh, yesterday, was his passing, and we did a show to honor him. Dave and Jana did, and uh, there were so many of you that couldn't get through on the phone, so many comments that we couldn't cover, and so many requests to um, continue that effort, and so... Uh, Doug and I decided to extend it another day, and we're going to be hearing from you. So we have open lines right now. However, we anticipate that they will fill up quickly. So if you want to get on today's show, uh, give us a call. The number is 877-END-TIME. That's 877-363-8463. So who is Irvin Baxter? Yeah. 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 Who is he to you? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, he's a... A television host to a lot of people, and a prophecy expert, and a radio host, and all those things. Yeah. And um, you know, he goes, he goes back to um, you know. There's a lot of people that listen to him on the radio all those years while they're sitting in line waiting on their kids to come out of school. Yeah. And he's just that familiar voice. In fact, that's how my wife uh, was connected to End Time. That's we met through End Time, and. Um, her mom used to listen to politics and religion in the in the car on the way uh, Picking her home kids from up. school. There you go. And then around the house. <laughs> and so he's a very familiar voice. And, of course, he's very been much. gone now for about a year. But yeah. we want to honor him today, look back on some pictures. Got some uh, a video of him that we want to share. And uh, here's the first one, I think, coming up here. <laughs> this is a personal favorite. It's... Uh, as you can see, uh, Judy sitting on his lap, and he is loving it. Right. You've seen that laugh many times, Doug. Man, I, you know, getting to travel with them, Vince, was one of the biggest blessings I ever had in my life, being able to travel with them and see them, see this side of them. Yeah. You know, because when you see them on television and, and you would hear them on the radio, and, and even, you know, I'd see them at church and everything, uh, it, it was not the same as it was when you would get to go with them personally somewhere and see that because they were very playful with one another and loved each other dearly. And it would be fun watching them pick back and forth at each other. Well, this, we were trying to get some photos for like the tour or something, and it's on green screen. <laughs> Our editors didn't cut that out. That was uh, that was probably my fault, so don't <laughs> don't judge the, the cutout of it. But um, nonetheless, it's really... 
a really cute photo of them. An awesome and, photo, yeah. Uh, his laugh was very distinct and yeah. um, always really big like everything else that he did. <laughs> and so he, uh, he loved to laugh and that's yeah. one of my favorite pictures of them together. And you, so, you know, one of my favorite things, too, that probably, unless you know him personally, uh, he liked to tell jokes. He did. And he had some good jokes. And he we did. Would be I've got some of them along. recorded. Do you really? I should that have uh, used that for today. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the next one and see, see what we got. There. Oh, this is another favorite. <laughs> um, you can see that those are the great grands. Man. Not the grands, the great grands. Right. And there's several more that have been added to the mix now. Yeah. Uh, that's my son on his lap there. Uh, and he's three now, so he's not even one there, I don't believe. But, um, you know, like I was saying, he's a prophecy teacher, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, all these professional, more professional things that people know him by. Right. Uh, but he was a grandpa, and he was a great-grandpa, and he was a friend, and... Uh, he loved to have a good time, and he loved his kids and his grandkids and his great-grandkids, and um, I love that picture, too. So One of the things about him, you know, Vince, he was never too busy for time with his grandkids. When they would come up here to the office, they would always be able to go back and see him, and he was never too busy. He would stop what he was doing, but he treated everybody like that. People would come and visit in time from, you know, just coming through town. Yeah. And boom, they would be able to pop in his office and sit down and talk to him for a few minutes. Yep. Incredible. Well, and I do talk about that. Like, he he was the busiest guy that you ever knew. Yeah. But if you really needed him, or even if you didn't, if you just went in and wanted to talk, yep. I, my wife would bring Brady here, my son, and uh, one of my sons, and before we had our second, and um, he would stop preparing for the show that day. There's Brady. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh he would stop preparing for the show that day and uh, read him a book. You know, it's like we're sitting on the couch in his office <laughs> and he's got a one hour long show to record and he stops to read The Hungry Little Caterpillar. I'm like, <laughs> this is uh, pretty awesome. We got tons of video footage of that type of thing too. So Yeah, that's, that's awesome. There he is with you and uh, Tina and yeah. Judy, of course. One of our Where was that at? That was actually in... Missouri. We were at God and Country Theater. Okay. Jerry Presley's God and Country Theater. We did uh, a couple of different conferences there at that facility, and we took that picture. <laughs> I know that's a special picture for y'all. Yeah. You didn't yeah. take many pictures with them. No. No, and, uh, and that's that's a good one there. I like that one. I know he loved you guys traveling with him. He'd talk. We'd talk about y'all, and he'd be like, "Man, Doug and Tina, gold. <laughs> you can trust Doug and Tina." Yeah, so he loved. You we guys got them so there much. on time for sure. Yeah, no doubt, and and safe. Yeah, he didn't ever have a bodyguard, but when Doug was with him, he had a bodyguard. <laughs> yeah, whether he knew it or not. <laughs> uh, what's the next one? Do we even have any more? I don't. Remember. Yeah, that's a great one there. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, that's. So it, since it's like, there's a lot of photos, obviously, of him. But since it's uh, me and you sitting on the show, I've got a little more photos of me with him. Specifically, that's my wife and I. And and you have hair there. I have hair. I still have <laughs> hair. I just cut it off. <laughs> I wonder if Joe from New York likes my haircut better there or know. here. Maybe. That's inappropriate to talk about, right? This is a very <laughs> yeah. serious show. Another photo of us. Um, I love that one. I do, too. Uh, actually, Rachel Ramirez, who works here, uh, we were 
it was after service or whatever. I don't know exactly when it was in the service, towards the end. And uh, he come up and put his arm around me. And I remember she posted that on Facebook. And I'm like, you know, it's, it's not the greatest quality photo, but it is one of my most favorite photos of us. Yeah, that photo says a lot. Um, so I sincerely appreciate that one. Do we have any more? Oh, there I am, too. There's yeah. another one of me. That's a long story. We've got a video we're going to play after the break, talk a little bit more about my childhood, I guess, um, with Irvin, and um, uh, we'll go from there. We will get to your calls. We have a few open lines at this time. Join us at 877-END-TIME. That's 877-363-8463. We're going to be getting to all the callers on the other side of the break. Major Internet companies are silencing and censoring Christian voices online. These companies are trying to control what you see and hear. Almost 200 videos of ours have been marked as restricted online right now. That's why we launched End of the Age Plus, a platform where the truth won't be censored, a platform where we can preach the message of the gospel. When you subscribe to End of the Age Plus today for just $12.99 a month, you can watch all of our content in a secure, easy-to-view way from your favorite device. When you go to watch.endtime.com and subscribe, you'll get instant access to all of our teaching resources, including Revelation, the Unveiling of Jesus Christ, Understanding the End Time, End Time Magazine, and so much more. We will not censor our message to comply with what the world deems as politically correct. Go to watch.endtime.com right now or search End of the Age Plus in the App Store or Google Play. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills. But God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV. And now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and End of the Age Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the end time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you, and we love you. Welcome back to Into the Age. We do have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We want to hear from you. Uh, Who was Irvin Baxter to you? What did he mean to you? We want to dedicate today's entire show to that in honor of him um, being just a year and one day after his passing. We do want to wrap up some of the photos that we have in a video before we get to the calls. So uh, we'll go right back to the the photo that we were on before the break. That's me as, uh, I don't know how old I am there. What do I look like, Doug? One, two, I don't know. Yeah, maybe around two. And, uh, you know, my, my life started in a pretty complicated way. Uh, my parents were divorced shortly after I was born, and um, they were they were both uh, uh, had had a kind of a wild lifestyle at that point. And my poppy, Irvin Baxter, he preferred 
Poppy. He was quite young. I think he was in his 40s when he became a grandpa. <laughs> and so um, he and my grandmother did not want to go by grandpa and grandma because they were so young. So it's Poppy and Mama. But, um, yeah, he, um, he and her helped raise us for the first several years. Um, my parents were both very involved in my life still, but uh, my mom lived in their home. And so when I was at my mom's house, I uh, was with Irvin and Judy a lot. So, yeah. of course, going to church with them. Uh, I was with them on Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday nights. <laughs> and so I was at my dad's house the other days. So I got a lot of time with them. And, yes, I had hair there. Pretty good-looking hair, too, if I yeah. may say so. Yeah, you're blonde-headed, it looks uh, like. It looks a lot like my youngest son, Shiloh. So. It does look a lot like Shiloh there. <laughs> Let's go to the next photo. This is a favorite of mine. It's like he just looks cool, I think, which I, that's yeah. not what he was going for ever. But yeah. uh, he's in Israel here. I believe that's the Mediterranean Sea. Is that right? Yeah, that looks like maybe he's uh, there in, what, was it Philippi by the sea? Uh, might Where, be. It looks like that's where that is. That's an awesome picture. Of yeah, him. I love that photo. Um, um, it just kind of is, I don't know, it, it just looks like him to me. Mm-hmm. That's how he looked. And I can just see him looking over that and thinking about the <laughs> Lord coming back and yeah. thinking about what happened there in the Bible days. He'd pull some scripture that you forgot existed. Yeah. You know, this is exactly where this happened. You're like, what? Yeah, <laughs> he, he did that. That was awesome. <laughs> All right, and then the last photo, I think, uh, this is another favorite of mine. Uh, we were working on where we were going to put the sign that many of you paid for. We've got a huge digital sign out front. I think there's a, like 60,000 people that go by our building every day, something like that. And uh, we've got a digital sign out there now. But we were out there looking at it, figuring out where we would want it to go. And uh, he was looking up. And yeah. I snapped that photo as like, so I think he was standing where a possible location was that he would like. And uh, I took that photo and looked at it later and was like, he's looking up. It just looks like that's the story of his life. He was always looking <laughs> up. Yeah. No matter absolutely. what the circumstances were, uh, he always put his eyes on Jesus. Yeah. And uh, looked for his second coming and the, the events that would lead up to it. So I love that photo. What, Great what's picture. That, what's that photo say to you, Doug, aside from the... Grass needs some uh, some help there. <laughs> uh, to me, that photo is that just pretty much says it all right there. A man and and the vision that he had for this ministry that God had put in his hands, and uh, he, his focus was always looking at God and looking up to God. But there's a just his his life right there, the building, the end time building back there, and and him looking up. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, and and. and um you know, I mentioned it before the break, but um, many of you know Irvin Baxter as a uh, prophecy guy and a, and a minister and, and all those things, and he was certainly those things. Uh, I knew him personally as my grandfather, walked with him my entire life uh, very closely, and so uh, I was honored to get to see a side of him that many people don't get to see, and I can testify um, without any... Uh, stretch of the truth that he was who he was all the time. He was never, um, he never had bad intentions. He always preferred others. Uh, he was an incredible Christian. He was an incredible person. And, uh, you know, a lot of times when you follow someone the way that he was in the public eye on, on screen, 
you don't get to see really like a human side of the person. And that was not really how our videos were made. He's teaching all the time, and we don't do vlog-style videos at this point. But uh, you didn't get to see a lot of how he was just sitting around at the house. And so I pulled one video that I love so much because um, uh, if you've ever spent any time with us, you probably got invited to come over to the house for dinner or to go out to dinner with the family or something like that. And one thing we always did when we were at the house, it seemed like without fail, if we're having a dinner, we're going to end up around the piano singing. Like that's just (laughs) how it was. We had people come over like, I thought this only happened in movies. And it's like, no, this this happens here. We're, we're going to sing. And so got a video clip of him holding my youngest son, uh, singing a very special song, and I uh, wanted to share that with you all today. So let's go to that video. I have seen him in the campfires of a hundred burning lamps. He is sifting out the hearts of men. Oh, be swift, my soul, to let you Doug, I guess you've been around for many of those singing sessions, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I spent some good Thanksgivings there and had dinner with the family and got to to witness some of that myself. Pretty uh, pretty awesome. I guess he wasn't holding my son, but uh, my was wife was standing there. Yeah. So <laughs> those are special times. There's a lot more that we could say, but we don't want to take up the whole show. We want to get to the calls. Uh, so we do have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We would love to hear from you, your perspective on Irvin Baxter and uh, how what he meant to your life. There's been many people who testify that they went through their te- through his teachings and their marriage was restored and their kids were uh, reestablished in their relationship with Jesus and on and on and on. There are thousands of stories. We've received so much uh, mail and emails and comments and calls and everything talking about how they um, appreciate Irvin Baxter, Irvin and Judy Baxter. And so we wanted to go to the phones today and uh, take your calls. So join us at 877 time 877 We'll get right to it now. Uh, we want to hear from you. Let's hear from uh, Stacy in Pennsylvania. Hi. Hey, Stacy. Hey, how are you doing? Uh, well, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, um, I just wanted to call in and um, really share real quick with you because I know there's a lot of people on um, about how Irvin really impacted my life. And not only Irvin, but how he's impacted all of you, which also impacted me as well. Um, But anyway, um, I went to Penn State uh, campus and I got to listen, or I got to see him and listen to him speak on prophecy. Um, and this was after me already taking um, all the JPC courses and everything like that. So I got to know him and kind of see his personality through that. Um, so anyway, at the end, they had an, the altar call, and um, a lot of people went up. And I was like, I really felt drawn to ask him 
to pray for me. Uh, um, at the time, I felt really alone in my family um, and where my beliefs line up with God and where they are and where theirs did. And um, he said, absolutely, I'll pray with you. And um, all of a sudden, he started praying, and then he just stopped. And then he just he just gave me this stare, this look, which I'm sure you probably all have experienced that. Um, and right away, he looked at me. He goes, um, he goes, you are, he goes, it is going to cost you, you know. And I said, I know that. Like, I already had things I was going through that had my faith was starting to cost those things. But the, the one thing I, um, well, let me say what he said. <laughs> so he, um, he looked at me and he said, I know you've heard this many times, but he looked at me as in God. It was like he was tell, God was telling him, make sure she understands this, really gets it. And then he, he quoted uh, Romans 8, 28. Um, so that was the first time it really soaked in to my soul. And he, afterwards, he said, it is going to cost you a lot. Um, and you know that I said, I do, but he is, it is going to work out for good. So you have to believe that. And so, um, as life went on a year and a half, two years later, I'm, I'm experiencing everything he was talking about. Um, and God, God did put, there are things that God did take away from me and it did cost me but they were things that weren't good for me anyway and um that was going to hinder me from doing what god wants me to do and then um the other thing is there were things he put in question god put in question to see if i was following him and and anyway to this day i have so much peace i can't even begin to tell you um but he completely changed my life and i'm so thankful that he, I told Doug I'm going to cry. Um, <laughs> I'm so thankful that um, he just follows Jesus and, and is willing to share. You know, so how, how different do you think? How different do you think uh, things would have been if you wouldn't have gone to that conference in at Penn State? <laughs> I don't even want to know. <laughs> yeah, God has truly blessed you, Stacy. You and your family and. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we call that reading your mail. Um, Pastor Baxter was really good about reading your mail. And, uh, you know, he could speak right into you and tell you exactly what God's voice wanted you to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he sure did that. <laughs> well, thank you for calling us today, Stacy. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. God bless. God bless you. You know, Doug, I was just talking today about Romans eight twenty eight because <laughs> made me cry. <laughs> <laughs> got Doug crying um, because you know that is like a core value here at End Time that's been weaved into our culture by Irvin and Judy. That mm-hmm. you know, all things good. It's like right, all things are going to work together for the good of them that love the Lord and are called according to His purpose. So then. When crisis comes, when Irvin Baxter dies, right. when no matter how big or small the crisis is, are all things working together for good? Yeah. And if you really believe that, you're going to get a test. Mm-hmm. You're going to see, do you, I really believe this? Might be that tire going flat and you're stuck on the side of the road and you're late <laughs> for that appointment right. or whatever it is. <laughs> are all things still working together for good? And yeah. man... You just got to dig into that belief and yeah. faith and principle and go, yes, so I'm not going to get caught up in anxiety, 
right? And stress. I'm not going to allow this to give me a bad mood. And uh, it's not just a Monday. It's not just a Wednesday. There's a day of every day of the week. There's a way to spin it for the bad. Absolutely. But when all things are working together for your good, that stuff doesn't get to determine your attitude, your thought life, and eventually how you look at everything. Yeah. And he instilled that in every one of us. You know, he spoke into us daily in our prayer meetings. And uh, he would just, that was something that he just instilled in each of us to always hold on, have faith. And, and just keep trucking through it because God was going to work it out for our good at the end of it. Absolutely. And, and that is going to carry us through the days ahead. So yeah. we know that perilous times are coming. We know that there will be persecution. We believe wholeheartedly that we're going through the great tribulation. Some people don't believe that. We're not mad at you if you believe that. Uh, you'll be pre-trib. We're not mad at you about that. But we believe that we are going through it. And guess what? When we do, I mean, he would joke about people's heads getting chopped off. Like, yeah. that's pretty gruesome. <laughs> um, and it's kind of a crazy thing to joke about. But when you believe the prophecies of the Bible, you think that probably could happen and probably yeah. will. And it already is happening. It's not in the Great Tribulation, but that does happen uh, around the world in some nations. But nonetheless, even if that were to happen, he would say, all things are going to work out for the good. So I don't want it to happen. But if it right. does, you know, God's plan's going to happen. Yep. And we're going to trust in Him. Amen. Huh. Well, we don't have enough time to get to another call before the break. I don't want to bring somebody in late yeah. and then have to cut you off. I do that far too frequently. <laughs> and I'm trying to get better about that. But it's an art that is hard to master, I think, sometimes. But um, we will be getting to more of your calls after the break that's coming here in just about a minute. Uh, you can join us at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Also, if you're on Facebook, we would love if you would share this video. Hit the heart icon. It helps us reach out to more people than what we would have as long as you're sharing and hearting it. It helps us out. And then also, I do want to remind you that everything we do here is partner-supported. It's supported through prayer. So we need your prayers. Please pray for us. I mentioned uh, earlier in the week that this is an emotional week for many of our uh, team members here, and that's okay. Um, Please pray for us as we navigate the days ahead. Uh, We believe that God has got us on mission, and we we believe that we're connected with you because God has connected us with you. And so we would sure appreciate your prayers as we go through and try to uh, uh, teach people the gospel of the kingdom and, and tell them that Jesus is coming back soon and, and you need to be ready for that. And so we can't do that unless you support us through prayers. Uh, we also are supported financially through partners. This is a free show that you watch every single day. It's on Into the Age Plus for totally free and uh, radio and television. And so in order to keep it free, uh, that happens because of your contribution. So go to endtime.com slash donate and uh, become a one-time giver or a monthly partner. We would certainly appreciate it. We'll be getting more of your calls on the other side of the break. Don't go anywhere. Whether it's a global pandemic, threat of war, or floundering economies, end-time events are happening around the world every day. How can you have peace in a world of such great uncertainty? With the End Time Magazine subscription, you can gain a deeper understanding of current events and its prophesied repercussions. End Time Magazine's exclusive content and prophetic insight allows you to understand where we are in the end time. It will give you peace when horrific news and events happen. 
When you subscribe today to End Time Magazine for 12 months for just $19.99, you can have hope for the future because you will understand what the Bible says about the time we are living in. You'll get access to exclusive articles like the Prophesied American-Israeli Alliance, End Time Do's and Don'ts, and Could School Choice Save America? Subscribe for you or a friend right now. Go to endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-END-TIME. The symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, The Unveiling of Jesus Christ Part 2. The late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Welcome back to End of the Age. We do want to get right back into the calls. You can join us by calling 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. What did Irvin Baxter mean to you? We're dedicating today's entire show to honoring him and hearing your perspective of, of what he did for your life. Let's go to Tammy in Mississippi. Tammy, welcome to End of the Age. Hello. Hi. Um, I, I just have a couple quick things. You know, the first thing is um, one of the things that he said that stuck in my heart until this day, and I'm glad it did because it kind of keeps me in check, and I'm sorry for crying. But um, I was listening to him one time on the show, and someone had called in, and they weren't so kind. But I love the way he handled it, and his words have stuck in my heart. Every day when I pray, I always ask the Lord for what he said, that he always tries to keep his heart right with the Lord. And it just stuck in my heart. And so every day that's one of the things that I always pray about, and it does convict me sometimes because I'm real quick to, to repent. But I think about that. But the other thing... You know, I remember the exact spot that he was standing in, that church there where you all go. And it was the first day that I got, the first day that I got to be there. And thank you, Doug. Thank you so much. Because you and your wife, you know, you all were so wonderful. And I wanted to get baptized on the first day. And I kept saying, oh, I want to I meet everybody. I want to meet your wife. I want to meet Vince and you know, his wife, and I don't think I got to meet him that day, and I thought, oh, I want to meet Miss Judy. I want to meet, I want to meet everybody, and, and he laughed at me when I told him. I said, you know, and I was kind of speechless, and I said, forgive me, but I just feel like I've met a, a Hollywood star, and he just, <laughs> I remember his laugh, yeah. <laughs> and I said, you know, my mom loved you. She watched you, and she encouraged all of us, and when I got to meet him, I was just kind of speechless, but I feel like it was such a blessing to me and my walk in life, just getting to talk to him. And if there was ever a man of God, truly, it, it was him and Miss Judy. I mean, you just felt the Holy Ghost in them. You just, you felt it just talking. And it, it was just such a blessing. But 
I am thankful for all of you all, and, you know, you are always in my prayers daily. I love you all. I do, and I just, I miss you all. I do, but I just wanted to say to all of you there at End Times, thank you, because you all, even all of you, and especially Miss Judy and, and Irvin and everyone, you have made such an impact in my life. I mean, you really have. And I, I just, I thank Jesus every day for each and every one of you all, because you really have. You've made such an impact. So I just want to say thank you all. Thank you, Irvin. I know when we get up there, we're going to dance, we're going to shout, we're going to sing. Right. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you very much. Thank and you, Tammy. God bless you. All right. Thank you so much. You know, all right. <laughs> thanks, Tammy. You know, it's um, obviously Irvin was the face of end time. He was the only one on the show for like, 20 plus years yeah um and so if you followed in time politics and religion or the magazine or anything yeah you saw him you heard from him however he'd be the first to tell you that you know the team here is obviously what's making a lot of that happen he's he you know he worked tirelessly it's not like he was just sitting around doing nothing right. by any means but no he worked circles know, around us yeah he did he did everything at one point yeah and then, you know, had to hire people because of the demand, and yeah. one thing led to another. And before long, when he went from shipping the packages himself to someone else doing that, and, uh, you know, calling the radio stations to get on to someone else doing that, and all the things. You know, for End Time Magazine, he personally went around to collect, you know, to get people to subscribe. Yeah. So he's like, you got to have this magazine. He was that guy, and then, yeah. obviously, it grew so much, and he had to hire other people to help with that. And so, um, you know, while he was the face, you know, he would certainly give credit to the whole team here. We have um, a couple dozen, almost 30 team members that come together every single day, and we um, work tirelessly like he did to, um, well, he worked, he was in a different phase of life. So, you know, for the last 10 years of his life, He'd go home and work until he couldn't stay awake anymore because he felt so urgently. Not all of us do that, but you know we work tirelessly because we're on mission here. Yeah. Uh, we understand what our God-given purpose is, and regardless of what facet of the ministry we're working on, we're all working as a unit to reach more people, to tell people about Jesus, and to tell them about his, his uh, second coming that's very soon. And so uh, we are so thankful for Irvin Baxter, his example, and Judy um, have just been wonderful forever, and uh, all our team here is absolutely incredible, and we're so thankful uh, for all our partners as well. Let's get back to the phones. Let's go to Joel in Oklahoma. Joel, welcome to End of the Age. Hey. Hey, Joel. Uh, Doug, Vince, brothers, how are you all today? We are well. How are you? Thank you. I'm doing good. I uh, In 2000, <clears throat> I was really uh, studying the Word, and... His brother Urban always told he told me this that uh, when I came across <laughs> in Matthew the twenty fourth chapter immediately after the tribulation where you see the coming of the Son of Man and that when I read that that day and I'd read that many times I said well wait just a minute here <laughs> and I said that's something that I it gets rang with me, and I said, I, I got deeper and deeper and started studying. And I, in 2000, I contacted him, <clears throat> and he contacted me back. 
And I said, I've got to get with a like-minded person. I said, I, I think I've found the truth. And what Brother Irvin told me was the truth. And uh, it's it impacted my life because now as I am a chaplain. And over the past 40 days, I baptized five people in Jesus' name. Amen. But I have... I use what Brother Baxter always did. He, I start with today's times, and, and I visit with people, and I said, can you see what's happening, or do you see these things? And then I, I teach them prophecy and about prophecy, but the main goal, just as he did, was to bring them to Jesus and to let them see who died for them, whose blood was on that cross. But we, uh, you know, we use prophecy, or I do, like he did. And his example was what I use. This is what I use, and I don't vary from it. And and I, I'm just thankful that he led me in the right way yeah. in, the, in, in that process, in my walk with Jesus as I try to bring others to him. And that's, that's what Brother Irvin did for me. And... Uh, uh, you guys that were Vince and uh, Doug, you, uh, Vince, you grew up around him. That was uh, that's uh, something that you'll cherish and something I never did get to do. And you know, Doug, you knew him personally. And but guys, uh, I visited with him many times on the phone, and he always knew who I was, and he'd always visit with me, <laughs> and he'd always give me the truth, and uh, and. Uh, he's not dead. He's alive right now. I That's promise right. you. More alive than ever. Yeah, I'll guarantee you he is. <laughs> he's he. He may be gone from us here, but he's still here. Regardless, of his teachings. Yeah, we rely on his teachings and the prophecy by the miracle of God gave him prophecy, and we use those. And even though he's not in the physical, he's in the spiritual, the supernatural. Yeah, and that's. You know, a year ago to yesterday was a tough day, but always Spirit said, "Hey, this thing's moving on." And I had told you, I expressed that within a few weeks afterwards. And uh, so, Dave, I told Dave, I said, "You know, the Holy Spirit's working mightily in you, and I see it above you every time I see you." So mm-hmm. that's what's happening, and that's yeah. you know. Brother Irvin did that for me, and I thank God that I found a like-minded person. And I love you guys, and I, I'll, I'll shut up and be quiet. <laughs> I went on long enough, but I'm thankful for what he did for me. Well, thank you, Joe. Appreciate that. You know, that's what he did, Vince. He pointed back to Jesus. Yeah. You know, you said earlier he was the face of this ministry, but he always pointed everybody to Jesus. And so that's an awesome testimony. Well, he right never there. wanted it to be about him. It right. wasn't like, you know, I know there's a lot of uh, TV evangelists that, yeah. especially from decades ago, that would get a bad rap. <laughs> and, you know, I'm not going to get into that, but many people would kind of compare him to those those type of, of ministers. Yeah. Um, he never had golden appliances, you know, and toilet seats and all that stuff. 
He didn't have air-conditioned dog houses and all that stuff. Didn't have he, his own personal jet. No, he didn't have. He had. In fact, he drove a a, a Honda Accord for many years that <laughs> yeah. somebody had given him. But um, you know, and so he wasn't that type of guy. It wasn't. Right. I'm going to make this thing about me. It was always about Jesus for him. Yeah. And uh, that's one of the things that made him so special was there. He wasn't arrogant. I mean, he was, he would, you know, we'd talk about stuff and he'd go, you know, I can't imagine, you know, I've, I've needed God's grace and mercy so much. I can't imagine not extending that to somebody else yeah. and just loving on them. And, all, and it's just like, you know, he, he also had like huge vision, like vision beyond what you can imagine. We had like, we launched Jerusalem Prophecy College and uh, of course it was uh, in Israel, which is big enough, but then yeah. when we went to the online side of it, we we're like, okay, let's launch a pilot program and see what happens. We got like eight people to sign up for it, literally, <laughs> uh, just to go through and test it. And we're like, he calls me in his office, and he's like, um, you know, it was it was clunky and it took way too long and all that stuff. And we were talking about how to streamline it and make a, a lot of stuff automated. So people didn't have to wait so long because people were mailing in their registration forms and <laughs> tests and we're grading them and sending it back. To, it's ridiculous. Anyway, he's like, we're talking about streamlining it and I told him what we could do on the web side of things. That was the main area I focused on back then. And uh, he would say, he, he said to me, uh, wow. What? And he never got really excited. You know, this is like, this is him being excited. Yeah. Wow. Um, it sounds like, we could get to a hundred thousand students pretty quick. I'm like, a hundred thousand? We got eight people doing yeah. this. You yeah. think we're gonna get to a hundred thousand? There was never anything that was too big. And, he, and I'm like, and then he always say, That's "Funny man who says it can't be done shouldn't stop man who's doing it." Or That's whatever. right. And so you know his his uh, vision to have a hundred thousand students in JPC has not happened yet, yeah. but you could help make that happen. <laughs> Um, he was an incredible teacher, perhaps one of the best teachers you will ever hear in your life. And everyone who hears him teach uh, testifies to that. He's captivating. Uh, he tells stories like nobody else. And he explains things in uh, just really easy to understand terms yeah. and uh, just helps anybody, no matter what your education level is, to understand what he's teaching. And so it is. he is a was a very gifted teacher, and we have hundreds of hours of his teaching available. Uh, some of it is available for free. However, those services cost money, and so we do make some of it available for purchase through a subscription. You can get into the Age Plus, watchthatintime.com. But also, uh, back to Jerusalem Prophecy College, he did want to see 100,000 people go through that. Not so we could say we had 100,000 people, but he wanted 100,000 people to be changed dramatically in their life and to grow in discipleship. And so do that, endtime.com slash JPC, uh, and you can enroll in the Jerusalem Prophecy College and help fulfill that vision that he had of 100,000 people going through that college. So endtime.com slash JPC. Uh, we'll get to more of your calls after the break. I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. End Time is a small nonprofit that runs a high-traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. 
We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with End Time to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-END-TIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. Welcome back to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Uh, we are almost finished with today's show. Um, and we want to give you an opportunity to call in and share your thoughts on Irvin Baxter and what he meant to you. There are some open lines, so there's time for you to get in. Uh, we aren't going to rush through the calls, but um, uh, we do want to get to yours. And so give us a call, 877-END-TIME. 877-363-8463. If you think you won't get through to the show, you're wrong. There's room for you, so give us a call. Let's get right back to the phones. James and Brenda, welcome to End of the Age. Hi, Doug and Vince. I just Hello. want to start out by praising God and thanking Him for the opportunity for me to turn on that uh, TV station in 2013 and listen to Brother Baxter opening up God's Word in the book of Revelation like I had never seen before. I studied the book of Revelation in, in a study maybe about five or six times, but every time I opened up the Bible and read the book of Revelation, it was just too much for me. It was too many beasts and all of that that we all know about. And I close it up, and I'm going to be honest, as much as I love the Lord and I praise Him every day throughout the day, uh, fell in love with Him when I was seven years old. But when I heard Brother Baxter breaking it down, just breaking it down, it was so understandable, and especially because you guys came along. You helped even more so because you take it piece by piece, and you're opening it up more, and I'm able to bullet point it. But Brother Baxter is the one that opened up God's Word for not only myself, but for my husband and my family because I tell them all the time, but they, okay, Mom, okay, Mom, okay, <laughs> But I, I keep going, and I will continue to keep going, neighbors, friends, and everyone, because we all need this. I want to I thank Judy, and my heart goes out to her, because she stood by him, and she helped him. She was obedient to God and to her husband. So please, please tell her that I love her deeply, and the girl, and all of you guys that have come in so quickly and pitched in in that time of need. So thank you all, mm -hmm. and God bless this ministry, and I tell everyone that I get a chance to tell about this ministry, and I will continue to do so. So we love you all, and keep going no matter what. No fear when we have God, our Father, Jesus, our Savior, and the Holy Spirit to be there with us. So you guys take care. 
Thank you so much, Brenda. Such a sweet call. We appreciate you sharing your perspective and also mentioning Judy. Uh, we did yes. want to sh- we did want to share um, uh, a post Judy made on Facebook yesterday. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read that now. Uh, she said, "I always told my husband that I wanted to go first because I couldn't stand the thought of living without him. But God and His sovereignty had a different plan, and I found out by the grace and love of God, I could indeed make it." I'm going to list some of his attributes. He was one of the greatest Christians I have ever known. When we pastored, he loved our people, God's people, with his whole heart. He never allowed our children to say anything bad about anybody. If they tried, he would stop them in their tracks. Now, I can testify to that one, Doug. As I'm reading that, memory comes back to me. When I was a boy, there was a guy that used to dance around church. So the music would get playing. He'd get pretty hyped, and he would dance. And he kind of danced funny. Yeah. And I got to where I could mimic his dance pretty good. I'm like eight years old or so, nine. And I'm sitting around the living room, and I bust out with that to entertain everybody there, you know, trying to get everybody's attention as a kid. And he said, oh, don't do that ever again. And I'm like, oh, whatever, you know. And I did it again. And uh, he said, Vince, if you do that one more time, I'm going to call him. And you were going to meet, and you're going to have to apologize to him face to face. And uh, so I was like, you know what? I'm never going to do that again. I don't want to have to go do that. Uh, sorry to hijack the post. But number two uh, from Judy, this is her post from yesterday. Uh, he was the best husband any girl could want. Everything we did in our life was done with this question what would the Lord want? Number three, he was a great father. His patience and long suffering was astronomical. Number four, his kindness was totally unbelievable. He had to work on me sometimes, LOL. Needless to say, I have a great big hole in my life. I know he's in a better place, but that does not take away the hurt and loneliness. RIP, babe, you deserve the rest, but you are greatly missed. <laughs> of course she would say that he deserves the rest because he worked around the clock and yeah. she helped make that happen. So yeah. very, very special. Let's get back to the... Uh, the phone's here. Let's go to Cindy in Colorado. Cindy, welcome to Into the Age. Hi. I just want to say thank you to to um, Brother Baxter and to you there at End Time. Um, very grateful. Uh, the first time I think uh, my uncle, well, my, my mom's and dad's family are from Indiana, um, and I guess they knew Brother Baxter from there somewhere, um, but... My uncle uh, sent me a copy of the End Time magazine, was my first uh, recollection of, of hearing about Brother Baxter. And I thought it was kind of strange to say it was one of the ones about the red heifer. And I think it was like in 88, some, 1988, 89, somewhere around there, I'm not sure, of the year. But um, I read it. I had been raised in church, but I had gotten very far away at uh, for many years, and uh, uh, I read that, and it piqued my interest for um, prophecy. And so I didn't come back to church right away, but that was always there. And and uh, my uncle kept sending me the magazine um, periodically. He'd send me one, and and uh, I was very interested in that. And uh, that's kind of what was the beginning of drawing me back to where I needed to be. And uh, I'm just, I'm very grateful for that. Uh, I got to uh, 
see Brother Baxter a couple of times, once in Colorado Springs uh, and uh, once in Arizona. I was able to take my grandson, and he was all excited uh, about being there because he had seen Brother Baxter on TV, and uh, he wanted to take his picture with him. And Brother Baxter was so kind to us and uh, posed for the picture uh, with my grandson. And uh, it just, I don't know, I can't, couldn't say enough things about this man. He was the true person of projecting Jesus to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still have a hard time believing that he's gone. It is hard to believe. My husband had, uh, my husband had COVID uh, before Brother Baxter did. And he almost died. He was on a ventilator for 18 days. And God saw fit to bring him through. And I'm so very grateful. But I also can so feel for Sister Baxter uh, for that loss. It's, I, I can't even imagine uh, how bad that is. I really believe that Brother Baxter was going to be one of those prophets at the very end. Uh, that was going to be raised from the dead. I, I don't know why I always thought that, but it just always, I just always thought he was that kind of a man. And uh, anyway, I, I can't go on, but I'm just very thankful for you guys and for carrying on and for doing everything you've done. Thank you. So and much. it continues to minister to many, many, many people. Mm-hmm. So thank you very much. God bless you. Thank you, Cindy. God bless you. Uh, Cindy mentioned that she was away from God and her uncle subscribed her to End Time Magazine. And that magazine has been around for 30 years now. We're still doing the magazine and it is a great tool to uh, help with your loved ones to get them to uh, connect to Jesus through current events. And you can learn more about that at endtime.com slash magazine or give us a call at 800 end time 800-363-8463. Uh, awesome tool. Uh, awesome story from Cindy. We so appreciate your call. Let's go to Tracy in Illinois. Tracy, welcome to End of the Age. Thank you so much for uh, taking my call. Absolutely. I briefly want to just go down the list and to say first I love you guys and thank you so much for carrying on the ministry. Can you hear me? We can, absolutely. Oh. It, it wouldn't okay. be, we wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um I was a pre-tribber for years. I was a pre-tribber until um, in 2012, my son, my, the youngest member of my family, passed on before us. It was a sudden death at age 13, Stephen Brown. Mm-hmm. And so um, in my heart, I started thinking, Lord, could you hurry up back? I need you to um, hurry up because I'm hurting so bad. I love my son. I miss him. And one night, you know, deep in the night, I'm sitting alone in the dark with the TV on, and Brother Irvin Baxter came on hmm. with the sound of the marching band, the way that you all used to have it coming on with the marching band mm-hmm. and the music. And he started, and I just sat there and just started listening to him teach and make, you know, and make sense of the Bible. And by the year 2012, I was no longer a pre-tribber. The Lord had answered my prayers, letting me know how long that I had to wait before I could be with my youngest son again, who loved the Lord also. And Brother Urban Baxter carried me mentally 
through all those years, from year 2012 up until last year, and when I heard that he passed, which I was greatly shocked, I saw it on the Internet, and I did not believe it. I, my husband was sitting beside me, and I bust out like, oh, God, no, this is not true, and I started crying so hard. My husband asked him, what's the matter? What's the matter? And I, I said, I think they're saying that Brother Urban Pat Baxter passed. And I was, I, and he looked at me. I mean, I, I love so many ministers throughout the years. I have never cried, although I love them. I have never cried for anyone, you know, although some are still living, of course, but the ones that have passed, I never cried for them. And I realized Brother Urban Baxter was literally carrying me, meant carrying me mentally, comforting me with, the, with his understanding of the scriptures to help me go on. So I just want to say I love you guys so much. Judy and the rest of the family, thank you so much. You all are deeply helping people, keeping them from suicide, mental depression, and breakdowns. I continue to share your ministry with others and will continue to tell them about it because Brother Urban Baxter was a gentleman, a pearl, a jewel, and he still is. And I look forward to talking with him in person. I spoke with him twice over the phone. I love you guys so much. You guys are just great and i will continue to share end time ministries with others some didn't believe me when i would tell them about america being in the bible but that's okay because i'm going to continue to let them know to, to reference end time ministries to bless end time ministries and to you know continue to share it with others as they know so thank you so much for, for the continuing on for taking my call hearing my story god bless the urban baxter family ministry and church and continue on, and, and I'll see you guys one day in the rapture. And Amen. thank you so much. Sounds right. good. Thank you, Tracy. We very appreciate uh, your call and your kind remarks, Doug. We've got less than a minute here. You want to wrap this up? Well, he impacted a lot of people's lives. He impacted mine. I, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Irvin Baxter. I, you know, I was in a place that I shouldn't have been when I first heard him on the radio, and he led me back to God, and because of that, I'm, I'm saved and I'm going to heaven. So I owe him that and my whole family. So what an impact he's made. Amen. We'll be right back here tomorrow at 3 p.m. Central. We'll see you then. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries, or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463, or visit us online at endtime.com.